7.8 billion people in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, hang on. Let me uh, me see that one real quick. Okay. Welcome to the Million Ex-Girlfriends Christmas Extravaganza coming live from Queen Bee's Spaceman. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Hey, hey. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Here. Oh, you're good. Hopefully the background will pick up. Uh. It is picking up. The problem is I'm talking right into it, so I'm already concerned with how loud and dumb my voice is. Anyway, how has everyone been? How is the holiday season going? How are we doing, friends? Hmm. I'm ready for New Year's. Ooh, I want to touch switches so bad. I don't think I need to. You ready for New Year's already? Why is that? Because I'm bored with Christmas. They started, you know, there's already Valentine's Day. Oh, wait, hang on. Wait, let's do round robin first. Let's introduce everyone. Uh, Let's start on the left and go this way. I'm Belinda. I'm John. I'm Lori. I'm Captain Mike. It's... (laughs) It's like when you go to a hip-hop show and there's like only three microphones but five dudes on stage. That's what we have to do tonight. That's such a, that's such a bitch move. I've never rapped on stage, but uh, I, hate, I, I hate when I see dudes having to do that. I'm like, oh, man, I'm, I'm sorry there isn't enough microphones for all of you to suck at once. Are we supposed to look at that little light? You don't have to look at anything if you don't want to. Okay. <laughs> but I notice you are. I'm looking all over the place. Okay. I'm monitoring that thing. I'm oh, monitoring right. that thing. I'm wondering whether or not I should eat those snacks. Yeah. Look into the light. So yeah. I um so like so uh well basically we just got to talk for an hour. So like just the conversation that we usually have is you don't have to worry about like you know being like oh hang on what just happened there. Do you want to switch headphones because uh your cord's longer my cord's longer. Me? Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, the last time, yeah, let's do that real quick. Here you go. Take that, Belinda. Taking the microphone. Yeah. Welcome to my his house. Welcome to my lounge. I feel like we should be broadcasting the weather. Tonight, it'll be a breezy evening, below 10 below zero. And there's a chance of snow flurries. Hey, did you know that we might get a huge storm this week? Yeah, like, no, not tomorrow, like next Friday. We oh might have a white Christmas, y'all. Oh, Lori, you are not going to get, your flight's not going to get ruined. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I got I to gotta fly out. I'm so special. I'm, go- I'm getting on a plane and going in a, a metal contraption that goes in the air. Flying the Flying the fuck out of here. I, I have to talk in the mic, right? Something no, something about these microphones, they pick up sound from all over the place. Like I like so I can hear myself, I but I can't hear myself. Do you I g- I'll figure it out. No, you 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 got it. You're just overcomplicating it. Yeah. There you go. Oh. <laughs> it's wrong, right? No, it's it's fine. I don't it's it's good. There you we go. Yeah, you can hear yourself, right? No, really? You're just saying that, right? I'm going to have to check now. Can someone check? What is he talking about? The storm that you just mentioned. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that a problem right now. <laughs> but there is a potential for, like, six inches of snow next Friday. Oh, okay. So, sorry if it destroys your flight, but I'll be very happy if it's a white Christmas. I'll get on the next one. <laughs> you know. I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a sleigh ride uh, down to uh, Florida. I don't know. I, I was trying. I was trying. I was hoping that. Bi- I was hope. I was trying to just get a bit started. I was trying to get get that bit going somewhere. 
taking a sleigh ride to yeah <laughs> this is what the podcast is all about it's sleigh about ride to florida it's about the process if I coated the bo- if I coated the runners with cocaine, I think I'd get a ways. <laughs> <laughs> Just riding on pure brown lightning. <laughs> you have the um, you can run out and go get it if you want. I mean, I've literally run out and taken a pee during the podcast before. You don't have to say anything. You can pee. <laughs> All right, so since most of these people are uh, who are watching are going to be our friends, or since this is a friendship simulator anyway, um, how is how is you know? I just want to say, Belinda, you have some of the greatest fucking get-togethers over here at this place. Yeah. Some of the some of the best uh, nights of my life. Some of the most crucial needle-moving points in my life were always done here. Wow. Some of the most pr- profound. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> 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 me, me, yeah, just, uh, I'll never, I'm always going to be, like, that, that night I was just a drunken child and you actually like, fucking helped out a lot. <laughs> like, the next day you were like, I have no sympathy for anyone, but it's like, you helped me out, like, way more than you had to, and I was just, I will always fucking, I will always, like, owe you for that. Oh, I care about my friends, too. Because all of you are so respectful and caring and generous, and I mean, I couldn't ask for a better group of people to have in my life and my my space. Aw, lame. Yes, we are grateful. Where's <laughs> the hang on? Where's the? Are you are you, uh, are you recording right us now. on your phone? Lame. Oh, oh pictures. That, that, that was, was hang, hang on. on. Belinda, 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 oh, oh shit. shit! Hang on. on. Get by with a little hair. Put the headphones on real quick. Check this out. You gonna put the head on? This is this is the depression. This is the depression hole right here. I'm in the depression hole. Me and Belinda are down in the depression hole. The depression hole? What's the depression hole? Why are we in a depression hole? What's no, put the headphones on. It's very weird. We're very echoey. I feel like we're in the middle of a hall. Echo. Oh, 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 that's all right. I don't need effects. I feel like I should be singing Sail. I can feel it in the air. What was it? In the air tonight. I mean, that's Phil Collins. Can you edit that? I'm a little kiss from a rose on the grave. The more, the more I get a new stranger, it feels, yeah. Okay. Now that, now that, now that the chords are tangled. <laughs> okay, I'm going to turn that off. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Wait, Laurie, hang on. Ho, ho, ho. Merry fuck miss. Ho, ho. Ho. <laughs> ho. Oh, that's that's fun. Okay, no more of that. We're gonna now we're gonna be now we're gonna be give the I think regardless of like religion, like Christmas should just be like you know. Yeah, but sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Great, just fucking pass it to Mike and he bricks it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't have it's to hear. It's wonderful. You don't have to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love everybody's enthusiasm for the holiday, and seeing how happy it makes everybody, and that's so cool. And I love to be a part of it as well. And I welcome. I, I'm grateful for you all welcoming me. <laughs> God bless us, everyone. <laughs> just hey, just <laughs> Mike, just be careful to watch your foot by the USB cord. USB, because that's where all the sound is going into. I don't know what happens if that gets detached. Okay. I'm gonna turn this way. I don't want to find out. Okay. Yes. So there. That's that. <laughs> I just watched a movie the other night called. Yeah, there. Uh, the night before is uh, got uh, Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Anthony Mackie in it. It's a, uh, it's kind of like a dumb mid 2010s like Christmas movie. It's it's a it's one of those movies that like, it's like dated almost the moment it comes out. But like, there's something that's like really heartwarming and like genuine about it. It's about like three millennial dudes and they're like early to mid 30s who are like, got to figure out how to like move on with their lives and like you know grow up. And uh, it's it's just it's like really cool. Like you know. D- being a guy who has a bunch of like dude friends who I think are like important to like me and my whatever like it, it means like a uh, watching this movie about Christmas and about friendship just means a lot. I, I don't know. I like it. It's heartwarming. I'm trying to. I'm trying something. I I'm like trying Seth to Rogen. say something. He did a documentary with his shrink. Have you seen that one? <laughs> well, I didn't give you a plot by plot point. I just told you what the. I I told you what like the themes of the movie were. I didn't tell you like, and then uh, the guy does that, and then that happens. I said this is what the movie's about. <laughs> yeah, I like watching a movie when I know what's gonna happen. I still enjoy it. Oh, because you get to see it happen, even though uh, yeah, because like that doesn't bother me if someone because like sometimes me. it's not about seeing what happens; it's seeing how it yes, happens. Yes, like I don't. Sometimes it's not seeing; it's just believing. Okay. All right. It, it that really is, hang on, that was... It, it really matters, like... What, what, the, the, what, what the, the hell, hell was, was that? that? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> 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 you know that song? Oh, yeah, Home yeah, Alone, yeah. Home Alone. This is why we have a Jewish person on the podcast. This is my friend. Do you all know what it's called? What? Yeah, it's a... Well, it's an old gangster movie, but... On Home Alone... They show the movie. He was watching the movie. Yeah. And he also yeah. used it to, it like... Which which Home Alone did this actually, quote, happen uh, in? I think it was the one when he was in New York. No, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, it Could was. Th- it was because he... Cause He's in a Macaulay hotel room. Culkin, Macaulay Culkin <laughs> turns <laughs> back <laughs> and lip syncs in the second one. He doesn't do that in the first one. They did. They, they had a different movie. It was the same guy, but he is in front of a Christmas tree and says, Merry Christmas, yes, yes, the animal. <laughs> oh. And shoot somebody. Yeah, that's a, that's that looks like a. No, no, he's just like he just he he takes a Tommy gun, shoots the shit out of a guy, and goes Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, and then shoots him some more and goes and a Happy New Year. I like the one. I like the gangster movie from the first Home Alone movie. And you, I, you were here and you were smooching with my brother, Johnny. I wasn't. I oh, swear smooching. I smooching. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, I swear, Johnny. <laughs> One, two, ten. Has anyone seen the man who invented Christmas? 
What? That's a movie. The man who invented Christmas. No. It's about. Um, is it a Disney movie? No, it's about uh, the story of Charles Dickens, how he came to write Are a you Christmas Carol. Your stuff on my That's all right. This is what happens, people. He comes into my house and he destroys my space. What were you going to say, Michael? I don't think I had anything to say. Say my name, say my name. That thought is so long gone. (laughs) (laughs) I was over over at Eric's house and uh, he he like disappeared for a while. And when he came back, he gave me a fucking chocolate coin. And like I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything. But like I was like, dude, really, really? <laughs> like you're not, you're not helping yourself right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, what do you mean? How did a that chocolate happen? Chocolate coin. He probably just had it. <laughs> like that's, the, I can't imagine. He, he he went out to the store to buy a chocolate <laughs> coin to give to me. <laughs> he probably got it from the pump house. Oh, are you gonna finally talk about the Hanukkah culture? Which is so the weird. Traditions. Yeah, they would talk be about like it. foil wrapped chocolate coins, mm. and they would have like Hebrew so letters on them. And I thought they were delicious, even though the chocolate tasted like foil. <laughs> they yeah. taste so bad, but I would eat like all of them. Exactly. But what's the whole thing with like the money? Is it because we're Jews and we're like, oh, kids, like happy oh, Hanukkah? Well, I didn't know we were gonna go there. Money. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that shit? I think we all, as humanity, love money. It's the one thing that we all equally stress about, whether we have it or we don't. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, money's ridiculous. Holidays are weird. Holidays are super weird. They're weird when you think about, like, some of them. And then the way you celebrate them, like... So why do we do that? Honoring this, but yeah, like a religion. Like this is the big. Oh, this is the best-selling one. Of course, it's (laughs) Uh, actually anything is weird when you think about it. First off, traditions (laughs) are just like peer pressure from dead people. So that's that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's what traditions are. So just worry about whatever it is you want to do from year to year. If you don't want to do something every year, don't do it. The the tradition is just like, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the only tradition should be getting together with people. That should be the only tradition. Like, I don't know, like That's a good one. I like that. Yes. I'm trying to think what he said. <laughs> 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 nice. Okay. Six, d- guys, 16 minutes. We're fucking rolling along. We're, we're, well, well. we're 25% done. Doesn't that put you have no wind? That's what she said. <laughs> just, just, just bang. <laughs> no, you did. You did. <laughs> I love how I love how Mike just. I was like, yeah, this nice. Sixteen minutes, and Mike's like, huh? Yeah, just, <laughs> hmm. Just, he just can't be bothered. <laughs> I can't believe people get paid to do this. Right? Like I just sit I w- around and bullshit. If I like this, I will never take a dollar for this podcast. Liar. If I w- you no, would. No, no, no. You would. At Amazon, it's cubic zirconium. It costs like twenty five bucks. <laughs> I'm not. He has the Amazon app too. He's like us at night. Um, so like, but like, if I want, if I want, but if I did want to make money to do a podcast, I would just start another podcast. 
Like this, this one is just this one is just the you know I don't know what this is, but this is like a a journal basically or something like that. It's like a it's like an open scrapbook that you just include people on or, or whatever. If I wanted to like have a money making podcast, it wouldn't be something so personal. Like this is like this is like Opie and Anthony, and I'm like Jim Norton. Like I occasionally say way too much, but it's sometimes it's a slow news day, you know. Well, we just overshare. <laughs> that's what makes that's what makes it so sweet, though. I don't have a problem with that, you know. I know it's so cool. Sometimes I'll say something, I'll be like, "Damn, I feel stupid. I shouldn't have said that." And then someone will say something to me, I was like, "Oh, I, okay, I don't feel so bad then." <laughs> uh, suddenly, I don't feel so naked. I'll be like, "Damn, man, you know, sometimes bills suck," and I'll be like, "Oh, I shouldn't say that because like everybody thinks that." And then someone will be like, "Yo, man." Uh, my my baby mama and I'll be like I don't care but thanks. <laughs> I don't know I was I was trying to I was again I'm just <laughs> who's at your door? Oh, Ashley! Whoa, Ashley! Are you running around? I, that's a Green Day song. We should get really drunk and do this. Oh, I or high. I told I you could have come smoke weed with us. You could have taken a shot of tequila. Oh uh, no. Uh no, not we my, should. Not we my should. choice of alcohol. Or, <laughs> <you> know, hi. <laughs> hi. What's up? Oh, thank you. <laughs> we're, we're recording right now, so you could be in it. Yeah, you could. Hello. We can. You can take this mic. Welcome and to my home, Vela Casa de Lounge. <laughs> Casa de Bella. Casa de Bella. We like to eat pasta and play music. Casa Lupita? I said it. No, I said it in Spanish, but for some Casa reason, I said it with an Italian accent. <laughs> Reina Bella. This is a Mexican restaurant called Lupita in, in Onlyville. Lupita, it's really good, though. Lupita Nagita. That's my African queen. Yeah, I don't need this. <laughs> is oh, so he's not here? Ah. Uh, I wanted to get a hug from his big old man arms. Okay, okay, fine. <laughs> I will not fight back. I, uh, I'll just, I'll just roll up in a ball while you kick me in the back. Yeah, honestly, I probably won't fight back. Be a man. Ashley, do you want to talk? You want to? <laughs> no, Mike's because Mike's got nothing. I was like, I was like, you don't have to worry about it. You can just, say, you just say like, and. <laughs> Do you want to take a shot at tequila, Mike? Do you want to lubricate the podcast muscle? I wish it was. I wish I mean, it was Bailey's. I wish it was a chocolate martini. Thoughts in his head. We gotta open your brain holes. We, listen, we can have a moment to talk about motorcycles. We can talk about motorcycles. Yes, right. Talk, tell us about your motorcycle today. Did you get to did you get to lubricate your boots? <laughs> did you lube your boots? <laughs> I am so going to say lube your boots out of context. <laughs> it's such a fun thing to say, lube the boots. Tell us about it, Michael. What did you do to your motorcycle today? Today was a wonderful day. I changed the foil in the front forks. <laughs> <laughs> so you forked your bike? Yeah, it, it was just wonderful. It was a 
sorry for slowing you down. Yeah? yeah. What does that um, involve? It's a multi-step process. That's that what I it thought. It involves basically refreshing the fluid that's in the front forks of the motorcycle. <laughs> refreshing the fluid. <laughs> <laughs> the fluid was very dirty. Ew, that's really gross. <laughs> pop up. Pop up. She's a little pop pop short and stout. There is her tail and there is her snout. So, okay, hang on. Since I figured out a way to make Mike talk now, what is, de- describe to me, the hi- lubing your boots. What, where is, what is the etymology of this phrase? I have to know what I'm is. I'm not sure what it is she's saying. Is it lubing your boots? <laughs> boots. Lubing your boots. I'm not, uh, are you referring to the, uh, did I tell you what I just did yesterday? Talk, talk about it. Tell us. There you go. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about my boots that I wear, or no, are you talking about the joints of the bike? It's like bowling teeth. What you're talking about? He talked about how he lubricated yeah, his bike boots. Yeah, the rubber boots. The rubber boots. I lu- yeah. lubricated them. Look at Lori knows. Yeah, there you go. So he lubed his boots. <laughs> 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 I can't wait to hear my dumb voice say that later. There's no connection? No, no, no. Honestly, lube your boots is like the best thing that's happened so far. <laughs> that's <laughs> the <laughs> best thing that's happened all night. That's Guys, weird. lube your boots, man. <laughs> Michael, your boots look like they need some lubing. <laughs> <laughs> These boots are made for lubing. So wait, you said, you said, did I tell you what I did yesterday? Tell us what you did yesterday. That's the point of a podcast. It's a talk show. Talk. I lubed my boots today. God, fuck. <laughs> I think I walked my dogs. <laughs> and uh, played my guitar. Oh, last night. Last night. Oh, that last night was so much fun. That was awesome. Yeah. There were so many people there celebrating Kelsey's birthday. And the food was fantastic. And all the music was fantastic. A goose sang. Fantastic. It was it was fantastic. It was really wonderful. Amazing singing. You did a great job. Everyone did a great job. And I entertained Belinda. I entertained Belinda by eating tiramisu. Ooh. What's tiramisu? Tiramisu. It's so delicious. Oh, she was in it. She was in it to win it. She was in a trance like, oh, this is the best tournament. Yeah, we were really involved in your satisfaction with that tournament. You know who used to have the tournament? Who's that? The seaplane diner where where we went the other day. Oh, the diner? You ever go to the seaplane diner on Allen's Ave? Seaplane diner. Come down and get your tournament today. Never heard of it. There's like a fake airplane up on the roof. Yeah. A fake airplane. Well but it's a genuine oh old diner. Oh, that oh is I believe you. Yeah. I, I yeah, know d- I'm not doubting really you, honey cool. pie. We should do that down here. We should get a fuselage from like a plane yeah. and put it in here because you have the space. Or we should make this whole room Todd. We should we should frame it out so it's all like circular and it's like we're in an airplane when we're in here. I was the fact that he said that. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The fact the fact that he said that I have I have this idea that I've been gestating for a long time that I will uh, talk to you about obviously since he said something about your place. Are we dreaming about my place now? No, I'm not dreaming about your place. I'm a- I want to ask you a question about oh. how you feel about something. But that's not not right now, not on the oh, podcast. Okay. That's that's a personal business talk. You see, this is a fun time. This is like hanging out. This is these are my this is like me hanging out after work. These are my fun time, silly oh, friends. Don't tell me this question is bullshit, like work stuff. <laughs> it's but yeah, but like th- this. See, this is my fun time. We don't talk about we. Okay, right now is fun time. I, I've spent all day talking with my intellectual friends, my my doctor friends. Now I'm talking to my morons. <laughs> <laughs> No, because we spend all day. We spend all day, and I'll be like, uh, "Excuse me, uh, Charles, did you get the email about the inquiry that I uh, f- forwarded to you?" And uh, he'll be like, "No, it's not. No, it's not possible to implant gay thoughts. It's it's not possible to <laughs> hypodermically implant gay thoughts into a man. I can't help you with that." And I'll be like, mm, "Yes, mm, well, uh, uh, Darla, did you did you get the business proposition?" And did uh, that I forwarded to your box earlier, and she'll be like, "No, I can't. I cannot figure out how to make a backpack out of your ass. I cannot replace. I cannot replace your digestive system with a backpack, so you can be a human kangaroo." That's what I talk about with my intellectual friends all day. What did you actually <laughs> do today? I fucking you? sat around getting high and trying to write and failing. That sounds way better than my day. I had to host my Secret Santa for my team at work. That was fun. I was Santa today. I got a mug warmer, though. It was delicious. I woke up, went and hang on the corner. You hung out on a corner? I hung out on the corner, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I didn't know you did that, Lori. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what I did today. Is that how you maintain this I know what I did tonight. (laughs) I went to to Calf Bar. (laughs) I can't go back that far. I went to Calf Bar today, too. I know. We all... Oh, delightful. Folks, let me tell you something. If you're looking for a good hot cocoa, try Calf Bar on Wakefield. What's the address, guys? What's the address? The lower part of Main Street. I don't know the address, but Main Street and Wakefield, Calf Bar, C-A-F-B-A-R. Don't tell them the Million Ex-Girlfriends podcast sent you. Do not do that. Tell them, and you'll get a 20% discount. No, you'll get... No, you'll get me having to conversate with a whole lot of people I don't want to conversate with. <laughs> you'll get some good food, some tasty drinks, and a whole lot of smiles and nice people. And delicious. There's a lot of pretty people food. in there, especially pretty us. <laughs> That's calf bar. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. Pretty p- food. Pretty people. Pretty lights. Nice music. I don't, I'm not attracted to anything. I'm a. I'm a. Chair. Yes, you are. I'm a I'm a robot who is designed to make chairs. Instead, somebody like put me here, so I have to be like, oh, she's pretty. That makes me sad. I hate being human. I hate. <laughs> Don't believe a word he says. Don't believe a word I hate, he says. I hate. I hate being human because like. So like I've been I've been talking to I've been talking to like a therapist on the phone on and off for like about a year oh. to, a year or two total like I did it a little bit before the pandemic and then I picked up again recently within the last year so um did you do it today? Yeah, uh no, not today. Yesterday? <laughs> Yesterday the day before maybe once a week right now with everything I got going on. Oh. Before it was just like once every 3 or 4 weeks. Now now like I guess 
Now it's real because she was like, I want to talk to you next week. And I was like, oh, okay. You usually don't say that. <laughs> but, um, no, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, like, the inherent thing about therapy, the whole reason it exists is because, like, as, like, a human being or whatever, there's, like, these experiences that make you over the course of your life and they affect you when you're an adult later on in ways you don't always realize. The, the idea of therapy is, like, talking through that, working through that, unlocking whatever, figuring out how to deal with stuff in the future or whatever. But And that's all, f like, well and good. But then I remember that, like, like I said, just, like, seeing an attractive woman will just make me sad because, oh, yeah, that's right, I'm just a fucking stupid monkey-brained animal. That's really all there is. I'm not sad. I'm just, I'm just horny. <laughs> <laughs> so Horny. That's actually a very good thing. Yeah. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Oh. That's going to be um, like a Twilight Zone. Horny. <laughs> you can't get out. Oh, it's wow. the world is full That's of I can imagine. Things. I am so sorry, Henry John Hauke's therapist. I apologize that you have to listen to that. <laughs> do you get stoned before you talk you. to your therapist? I frequently hit the bong while I'm on the phone. I'll have, like, the headphones on with, like, the microphone on them. I will clamp the microphone while I'm on the phone with her. Wait till she's, like, talk. I'll get, I'll say something that I know will get her on a long tirade, and I'll just clamp it. I'll be like... Oh, my God. Does she hear it? Like, I don't know. She hasn't said anything about it. She definitely hears me coughing and be like, <coughs> Yeah. <coughs> no, you're right about that. <coughs> what, a good oh, what a good observation. So insightful. About it is getting stoned, and you all of your like it, everything comes out. So you know you're opening up to her more than you really should. You're just oversharing. Hang on, she's a therapist. That's what she's there for. Yeah. There is no oversharing. That's what she signs up for. She knows that. And like that's one of the first things I said. That's one of the, one of the first. I know what I'm doing there. It's not like I think I'm talking to like I'm talking to somebody who's like battle hardened and trained to take my bullshit. <laughs> making it way easy for her, just getting totally stoned. And and that's the thing. I know why I'm there. You know, I don't know. Like some people go to therapy and like they're just like at like you I don't know. know. Why you're there. Yeah, exactly. How so I'm different from talking to a friend, like a like a, like a friend that would listen to you. How is the therapist different? Well, that? I think I think in like most of the time in life, like I didn't always need a therapist. Sometimes what benefited me was a friend or people who were interested in me and cared about what I think and have to say about things. But there are certain situations and scenarios like, you know, I'm expecting a kid now, which like I need a little bit more than just a friend for. Like that's not that's that's something like which I'll be fine. You know what I mean? Usually. But like I got to have somewhere to say uh, the most inhuman, insane shit that anyone's ever heard and just have someone be like, OK, no, that's valid. Because like if I said how I actually feel most of the time about things, everybody will look at me like. Oh, I can't believe that. But it's like, no, I, no, everybody feels like that. I'm just, I just have the balls to say it, and you know, you know. But that, that's the thing. I don't have to worry about that with a therapist. I don't have to worry about someone going, um, oh. I, I, she's like, yeah, yeah, no, that's valid. I see why you feel okay. like that. You, maybe you aren't necessarily right, but I see where you're coming from. Does she try to lead you out of your negative thoughts? Not always. Oh. If anything, she want you get into it. Like, let's talk about those negative thoughts and open them up and understand them. Well, in order to get rid of them, though, well, eventually, I've, right? Well, yeah. I also, f yeah, I also feel like when you do have like negative or like bad thoughts or whatever, you should lean into them instead of like pulling away from them because that leads to repression. 
That leads to you doing weird shit in 5, 10, 20 years that because you didn't want to think about something uncomfortable, you know? Like, this is a fun thing I like to say. When I first started listening to the uh, Minimalist podcast, I remember they were saying something about leaning into uncomfortable thoughts. And, uh, like, there was, a, there was like, a uh, what's his name? One of the guys, Ryan. He said, sometimes instead of thinking, oh, oh, I don't have to pay them. They don't give a fuck them. Uh, lead cult leader ass motherfuckers, although great advice over the years. But um, have Hi. a good night. Love you. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. But uh, what, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Ryan said something about how like um sometimes like in, so instead of like being like, oh that's racist, I could never be racist. You should lean into it and be like, okay, what if I was the most racist person that ever existed? So I'll do that with all sorts of subjects all over the place. That's where a lot of my humor comes from. Because, like, I'm just leaning into things that I probably wouldn't be thinking otherwise. It, it, like, so, like, if I were actually racist, I don't know if I could actually say half of the racially tinged jokes that I come up with. Because I'm just trying to, th- you know what I mean? Like, if, I, if I, I try to lean into it, like, okay, making jokes about sex or race or whatever. It's like leaning into it. Like, what if I was the worst person in that possible realm, you know? What if I was the most conservative person? What if I was the most... uh what if I was the person who loved birds the most or whatever? You're just trying to take these thoughts through to the logical conclusion instead of, like, being uncomfortable by them. <laughs> well, I think yeah, it should be automatically. Down, uh, Is that don't try to be the died. worst, like, yeah. child molester well, or anything like that. Like you know what's oh. interesting <laughs> is that I, I find it really funny that you're admitting all this stuff about your humor, but have you ever done stand-up? Uh, yes, I've tried. I don't think I'm very good at it. Oh, yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, he used to do it a lot, like, uh, like a couple er- years ago, right? He used to uh, go to some thing. Last year, I was g- yeah, last year I was going to sta- uh, open mics a lot, but uh, I just don't think I'm very good at this, like, the stand-up format. I think, like, I'm better at this, like, having conversations with friends and stuff like that, doing these I videos used to and like stuff. the stand the I used to like the impromptu stand-ups he used to do at <laughs> Meg's house. Uh, yeah, Chelsea would get so mad. We'd be all laughing, and she'd get so mad. Because... Cause I'd be, I'd be like, I'm trying to get this set right. I don't know if it's right. And then someone would just be like, just do your set. And I'd be like, okay, I guess. And I'd be sta- standing in front of the couch saying these jokes. Like, I don't know if these are funny. And everyone's laughing. And I'm like, stop laughing. This is not funny. That sense of, that sense of, you don't find yourself. Well, yeah. What? <laughs> he wants Doritos. <laughs> he, he's been thinking about them since Michael has been thinking about those chips since he saw them. <laughs> thank God they're not nacho cheese. Yo, Doritos, nacho cheese, or ranch? Cool ranch all the way. My God, you know what I used to do in high school? No lie, this is what I did in high school. I'd go down to the cafeteria, guys, and I'd get a bag of cheddar cheese Doritos and a thing of cream cheese and just whoop, eat it. It was delicious. That hurts my arteries just thinking about it. <laughs> wow. And back to you. <laughs> back to you, Lori. Back to me. I mean, no. you know, I have a story. You know, I will say really quickly the idea, like I've considered going to therapy, but I, I, 
selfish. I guess like I'm very full of it, and I feel very content. So I haven't actually turned right. to therapy. But I do think it's interesting that if you ever feel like you might be a, some people feel like they're a burden to other people. You know, so if you talk to a therapist, you're no longer a burden. You're paying that motherfucker. Yeah, to some people to your need shit. it. Yeah, or you know, it helps them. Of course, it's gonna help them. It's gonna just like calling a friend and talking to a friend. I have a, a therapy, very short story, that has the word therapy in it. Oh, the story has the word therapy. I'm gonna try in to it. condense it, <laughs> and it's, it's actually, <laughs> it's actually someone we kind of know, not really, but um, she's sort of related to Tori. My friend Ginger, who she passed away, but let's put that's the background information. Wait, wait, <coughs> am I gonna have to censor people's names? <coughs> no. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna say I won't name drop anymore. Okay, got, right. got it. I won't, I won't drop names, but no, I, thought, no, I thought it was a nice point of <laughs> reference, but because she's sort of, you know. But anyway, she was going. This person was going through a divorce, and her, and her teenage son didn't take it well, so he had to go to therapy. Just because they got a divorce, he he had to go in therapy. He didn't take it well. Okay. And um, so she was in therapy with him. So there was this, this was back when, when you were in therapy, it was like a thing. Like it was, it's not, it wasn't normalized. Yeah, it wasn't normalized the way it is now. Did you hear that she went to therapy? Okay, so I'm like, uh, this is when I was like 20 years old. I don't know why this stuck in my mind. But she walks in my house. Therapy. Therapy, therapy, therapy. therapy. <laughs> about therapy. She walks in my kitchen, and I have a Chippendale calendar on my kitchen wall of the Chippendale guys, you know. And she just stops and look at looks at the calendar. She's like, "Now, Lori, that's therapy." <laughs> I, and I just like, <laughs> you know, I just cracked me up. Yeah, and every time I think of therapy, I think of her saying that, because it's just like something fun, something beautiful, something to look out. Yeah, yeah imagine women if go they to therapy, did. Michael. We actually just have a Chippendales. Imagine <laughs> oh. if they did that at your therapy, you wouldn't It'd need be the therapy. Uh, I don't know. No, I was about to say. So I was about to say therapy is just beating off in the morning. In the morning? Yeah, in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. Yeah. <laughs> in the morning. You need to have fun. <laughs> you don't need therapy. You just need to have more fun. <laughs> like, like safe fun. Yeah, you know? you know, yeah. Fucking. I mean, the kid's not even born yet, but like, yeah, the kid walking in on me while I'm beating off in the morning in ten years, and I try to roll over and hide it, but you always get caught, you know. I'm at yeah because I'm gonna I'm oh I'm gonna be pathetic I'm gonna be a pathetic person that's that's never gonna change I feel so bad for this kid having to having to have me as a dad. <laughs> I'm surprised this is a topic of conversation on your podcast. I can't wait Anybody to meet knows. him or her future father uh, right here. It's we don't know if it's a him or I her. I can't her. wait to babysit this child. <laughs> me I'm gonna too. take it for weekends. I'm gonna be Auntie B for this child. No, I'm okay with that. I like I'm a, I'm a I'm a going on a bender type of guy. And <laughs> if I didn't if I wasn't a going on a bender type of guy, this kid would not exist. So, in order to pay my respects to this kid and uh, I need to keep being a going on a bender guy. I think. I don't I don't what know. What kind of bender? I, I, I don't know. I was just I was trying to do a thing there. Oh. <laughs> 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 I don't, yeah, I don't, it's, it's she's bracket. Yeah. Well, let's pick it up like it's she's like that far away. Sometimes it's I don't know. You can hear sound. You can hear. I don't know. I can hear sound bouncing off the walls in the back of the room and stuff. But who knows? 
That's on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's doing fine. I could probably play with the knobs and adjust them some more, but it looks I like just a heart monitor. Ah. It's like someone's flatlining. <laughs> yeah, I gotta stop. <laughs> I gotta flip that over. Oh damn it! There's there's Doritos on the backside too. But your kids gonna flip flop everything that you're expecting. Like you, it's that. She's talking about having kids. Expectations. So. Your kids gonna surprise you. I'm not fucking worried about it, honestly. I mean, no, like I wouldn't be worried about it. Like it. it, it it doesn't make sense. You to can like call work. me if you're freaking out, though, just it in case. Well, it, it doesn't like make sense to like <laughs> the things that I the things that I do like worry about. I think about them for like five extra seconds, and I'm like, "What are you doing? Now is what you have. Don't worry about. Don't even worry about s when the kid's six months old because you're just not there yet. Don't fucking worry about that. No. Outlook. That's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's all I'm worried about. The really the only thing I'm not looking forward to is like having to be in the delivery room. And you know what else I can't stand when people forecast you doom? You better be kidding. The, no, I also can't stand when people forecast doom. Like when they say things like, you know, I, like I used to have this friend. He had this kid, and people would be like, oh, terrible twos. And, the, you know, she was like two years old, and she was great. It's like, it's, it's like why do people always got to be like that? Why do people got to be like, oh, just wait till they fucking turn three? It's like, no, you, you're just a bad parent. That's, that's, the, pr that's the problem here. You're saying that because you're a bad parent. Leave that person alone. Yeah, it's a piece of cake. If you're the kind of person who has anything to say to someone about their kids that they haven't even had yet, just stop. Yeah. The worst it, doesn't one. it doesn't even matter if you have your own kids. If you have anything to say unsolicited about someone else's kids, just don't. The, maybe. Worst, one don't that do the worst one that people say, what's very <laughs> sad, is they say, like, you're having a kid, it's going to ruin your life. Or that your life's over now because you have a kid. You know, because you're having a kid. Yeah, it's an like attitude that children are like, uh, they actually add to your life, I, you know, if you have the right attitude. Mm. But people do buy into that, that it's ruining your life, taking away your freedom and so forth, and uh, they end up not enjoying their children, mm. at least maybe the first one, and then maybe, you know, you see people, like first-time parents, especially young people, they buy into that brainwash, oh, now I can't party, I can't, you can mm. do anything you want, like, you can still do everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I'm surrounded by parents on both sides who want to babysit. And you stuff, might so find and, and you might find out you don't want to. You don't want to go out. First birthday. Are you kidding? Who? This child. Yeah. Yeah, no, Sid, Sid, Sydney was yeah. saying something about like, oh, we should like we should like bring it to like Dead and Company next year and I'm like, this kid's going to be born in May. Those shows are in June and July. <laughs> Uh, I'll be with you, Sydney. I'm on board. I will protect this you child. Could. You might not want to, but maybe you want to stick with outdoor places on Sunday and be in the way in the back where it's not crowded. Yeah. You, know? you know, if we had like an RV or like a van or something, I wouldn't be worried about it because then we could figure it out, you know. But I don't just want to like go in just a, yeah, just a car. Like that's just that's too that's raw dogging it. That's out there just in the elements basically. Like when you have a kid, you can't do that. Yeah, you, you won't miss that stuff. I don't. There's so much going on. Well, I mean, I only just moved out of my parents' house, so like, yeah, I'm gonna miss that. I only just, I only just started like being and acting like an adult. I'm basically 20 years old because I didn't move out till I was 28. So even though I'm 30, I'm actually mentally only 20. <laughs> That's an interesting thing. But how old were you officially when you left your parents' house? 28. How about you, Ellen? 
Lauren. Me? Yeah. 17. He was 17. Mm-hmm. I was 18, 19. How about you, Michael? I, I, I'm trying to remember. I guess after I graduated college, 2020. Yeah, isn't it weird? What was your first apartment like? I lived in Brookline with my friends Tom and Brian, who were my high school buddies, and it was a lot of fun. Nice. Brookline is super. I've had some really awesome times in Brookline, too. They used I think I've told you this, but they had this wing shop. I wish I went to a house party and they got like mad, like buffet style <laughs> pans of wings from this place. And they had this honey garlic, like Parmesan wings. Was it box? I don't know. It was the best wings I've ever had in my life. And I've never been able to find them again. And I wish There's I knew. There's a place in Newton called Buffs. And that's probably it. They have the best wings in the world. It probably was. And I just remember being that's not like. far from. Brookline. Brookline. I know. Yeah. Oh, this is before. It's only recent. I just stopped eating meat in the past, like, what, year? Uh, but you eat fish. That's I do eat fish. Pescatarian. You heard it here first, Mother Effers. A pescatarian. But, so, your first apartment was in Brookline. Was it, like, first floor, second floor, third floor? It was second floor. There were three stupid guys living, and we were just really stupid. And were you, th- were y- were you the only one playing instruments in the apartment? I played my instruments in the apartment, my guitar. None of, not Brian or Tom? Probably not Brian or Tom. Well, I tell you, my first apartment was with two other girls. Yeah. I would, they were my co-workers. Oh, boy. And one liked the party. Yeah. A lot. Uh-huh. And I lived in, like, the shittiest part of Woonsocket, Rhode Island. I mean, like, yeah. I'll say it to you mother effers, Woonsocket Rockets, I lived on Pond Street. It was horrible. I don't know how I managed to get that apartment. <laughs> there's four of these. Does anyone want one? Oh, no. no. <laughs> how about you? you, you what was your first you apartment like? Did you say Providence. Providence? Did you say Mike where you meant me? Like, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no, I lived at that, uh, I lived at that place. <laughs> Thanks, John. Um... <laughs> My uh, sorry. No, go ahead. Wait, did I cut your story off? No. So my first no. apartment was down in East Matunic, uh, right around the corner from the Oyster Bar. It was oh. just a nice little place. It was like I don't know, like it wasn't even a thousand square feet. It was like really small. It was basically like a cottage which had some s- extra stuff added onto it, and it was still small as shit. Um, Skank Town. Yes. Yep. 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 Oh. <laughs> Skank Town. Yes. Skank Town. <laughs> the good times. Uh, huh? So that's just what I called. Uh, w- um, so like the last seven weeks before I moved out of there, I had a party every week, and um, after a while, I started calling it Skanktown, like it was a TV show. Oh, we should have done podcasts during the party. Huh? Yes, that's where it came from. It came from. It came from those parties. Yeah. We should have done one of these. It came from those parties. Yeah. Well, we used to we used to just do we used to turn on the microphones on the PA and then we just used to mess around all night. I would do bits and say dumb stuff into the microphones, usually while on like LSD or something. I was always fucked up, and uh, fucking it was it was. I don't remember half the shit I said during that time. I just remember like people. I, I want to say some of those words, but I'm afraid. <laughs> you'll, you'll, I'm afraid you'll get in trouble. <laughs> I feel so people. <laughs> 
We used to like getting on the mic and saying politically incorrect words. Said, so oh fun. man, we used to say some words, man. <laughs> I fucking I fucking love like saying over and over again, like the I'm word that you're not <laughs> the words that you're not supposed to say. I love saying words on microphones with my friends, man. <laughs> I'm eating. I don't know. I mean. Cool Ranch Doritos. It's just like it's like a thing. I just gotta make sure every say. I'm I'm I was I just started thinking about how I have four microphones, but I don't have four microphones mm-hmm. again, and I'm angry. So angry. Don't don't get anyone don't anyone get me anything for Christmas. I'll spit on it and send it back. <laughs> I'll send it back to you with spit on it. I think it was in Providence. I think. Moved in with my boyfriend. I think. This story over the weekend. I don't remember. I lived on Orm Street in Providence. I've had. I've lived in some really shitty places. Yeah, that's a pretty shitty neighborhood. So shitty. It and always the was. First weekend mm-hmm. I lived there, some guy got murdered getting his haircut at a barber shop. Oh wow! <laughs> I was like, it was gang related. I was like, I don't know if I should live here. I, lived I know that neighborhood. Bit. Yeah. I lived on Calgary before, or Calvary. I think it was Calvary. Mm. It was a psycho living downstairs from me. <laughs> he was fucking weird, man. He used to throw a baseball at the ceiling when he was drunk. <laughs> My ex. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was horrible. And, like, he told the landlord that we were throwing desks out the window. Not just one, desk. <laughs> like, a, like a desk? Like a... New England apartments here, they have those tiny little windows in the front. It was like, John, the guy's name is John, that owned it, they were like, they're not fitting a desk in this window. Yeah, no one's... <laughs> <laughs> they're out there fucking throwing desks out of the window. He used to get pissed because we lived on a second floor and we had a private entrance to get in. So I never had to talk to nobody. It was nice. It was so wonderful. But our stairs were above his bedroom and I had to... I worked third shift at the time, so I'd come home at night and then I'd be like... Tiptoe went up the stairs. He's like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> it was the worst. Yeah, uh, I don't. I'm glad I never. I'm glad I never lived in the city. I've had to deal with those people when I go to like friends' apartments who live up there and stuff. And my least favorite part is always people always have apartments. I never have friends who have apartments on the first or second floor. My friends always have apartments on the third uh, at floor. Hot. Always, not just one time a year. It's always fucking hot in the third floor. It's nice in the winter. I remember being really hot. I, so hot, the chocolate on top of the refrigerator would melt. Ah, jeez. Oh, I could not. I enjoyed... One house was nice. I lived on Miller Avenue, w- went into the park, and just by luck, like, I was friends with almost everybody on the street mm. and friends with people on the second floor and a whole bunch of people on the same street. So it was really nice, just kind of like us, like we're all in the same neighborhood, but it was just really cool having this friends on the same street and we'd all hang out on the porch and the nice thing about the city you can sit on the porch at night and th- you don't get mosquitoes biting you and not where we not there anyway you know but yeah, it was in Providence Miller Ave like uh, where the park is I was a teenager in Lost Profits I think I was a little older at this point but we used to take the bus downtown into Providence at Kennedy Plaza my poor parents had no idea that I was just going to Providence on bus I'd get off I'd get on the bus and 
Woonsocket yeah. and going to Providence and Kennedy yeah. Plaza, walking the streets. Yeah, for How fun. Did I, I had no idea. I, I was so that. naive, no idea what I was doing. And now I go to Kennedy Plaza, I'm like, I walked around here? <laughs> we used to go walk around there when we were like 12, 13 years old for fun. We had money. Like, we could get money from our parents, but we thought it was fun because we're 12 and we're stupid. We thought it was fun to panhandle. <laughs> I don't I don't know Just my way. Just to see how much money we could get. So you've been working the corners since you were 12 <laughs> years old. <laughs> oh, I don't know my way around Providence off the top of my head, but I, I was, like, hanging out there one time. Where it's like I was, like, uh, singing with this, like, non-denominational choir that a friend of mine asked to help with. Yeah. Oh, like the, like the and we like church. Yeah, yeah, we did a thing at like the the skating rink there. We were like, th- we like sang at some performance, and afterwards I hung out with some friends, and we were like walking around like the nearby like adjacent streets and such, and yeah, yeah, we went to like, we went to like um, uh, the malted barley or something, and then like one of our friends took off, and so it was just me and my other friend walking around, and we almost like got lost just because I don't know the shit off the top of my head. She doesn't, she didn't know it either. And I remember at one point just like looking around and almost like panicking and then being like, no, no, wait, I got this. And I just I figured out how to get back to my car from wherever we were. But I remember like for a second being like, that's it. Uh, it's home al- I'm home alone, too. I'm lost in the city. I don't in know what ghetto. to do. <laughs> in the ghetto. You know, funny story about that. So one time I thought it would be fun to take my brother out with me and a bunch of girls to go clubbing. And we all were like just pre-gaming. We all got so wasted. And my brother... So, so wasted. And as we're going into the clubs, he noticed it was a guy with one of those sausage carts. You know, I'm talking about the food carts. And he was like, I'm going to get some of those when I leave. So we're all having this wonderful time at the club. And none of us can find my brother. We're like, where the hell did Derek go? Like, and he, so I'm calling him and he's like, getting him a mind sausage. Mind you, with those, yeah, <laughs> mind you, with I want to remind everyone in Providence that the sausage cart is like literally across the street from like five clubs. Like it's right there in plain view. And he's like, I was trying to find a sausage truck. I can't find it. And now I'm lost. I don't know where I am. And I'm like, yo, fuck, you're drunk. How am I going to do this? I'm like, tell me what signs you see. And he's like, I can't see shit. And he's making a big deal. So I ended up finding him because he saw a 95 South sign. He was about to walk on the highway. I was like, no, don't move. <laughs> That's how I found my brother drunk, and all he wanted was a sausage, and he got it. <laughs> nice. I want Fenway sausage, guy. You ever have the, the Yeah, the sausage. Not his sausage. The sausage, you know, the Fenway sausage. <laughs> they sell them at Stop and Shop now. Fenway sausages? There's a f- actually a Fenway sausage guy. That's I forgot. Outside of Fenway. This is a big part of the podcast. Is just talking about food. I forgot. It was just. The, it was like I remember. I used to make a joke that was like, "Yeah, you just check in my podcast. It might be me saying some dumb joke. It might just be me talking about food." I forgot that was like fifty percent of it. It's just me being like, "Hey, have you ever tried putting malt vinegar on your fries?" Oh God, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Ketchup as well, obviously. Uh, I think I prefer one or the other. Mayonnaise. Because ketchup already has vinegar in it, so it just seems like overkill. So doesn't doesn't ranch? Probably. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, I've had those before, the planters ones. So oh man. You get them in like so the little vinegar but then all of a sudden now you have peanut butter in your mouth and you're like wait how did i go from salt to vinegar you know deliciousness to peanut butter peanut butter 
Well, I think like because the peanut butter, the peanut butter has like a slight sweetness to it, but like a creaminess as well. Well, the peanut, I should say, not the peanut butter, but it has like that peanut buttery finish. Yeah. So you get the salt and vinegar on the front, but then on the back end, you get the creaminess of the peanut to sort of like ameliorate all oh, that. Oh, okay. It's like the perfect. It's like the perfect like flavor like d duology. I don't know any other way to I put it. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I like the <laughs> yeah and, uh, and the the peanut <laughs> taste Emilia Earhart's the uh, <laughs> salt and vinegar flavor. I've had the salt and vinegar almonds. I don't think I've had the peanuts. I highly recommend. I encourage you to go out and buy some the salt and vinegar or something else. I do. I do love eating a big full, big handful of almonds. The wasabi ones are like the smokehouse ones. Mm. I think. Uh, did, did they make a sriracha? The the blue diamond almonds. Yeah, I know. Everybody says it wrong. Yeah, sriracha. Sriracha, S R I. No one says it. Yeah. Yeah. It, sometimes when I say it, I I say sriracha, but I do make sure to like think the sra sound as I say it. I know that it's really so I'm kind of like saying a combination of the two sounds, but I it's sriracha, you know. Is that a pepper? Does it originally come from a, a hot pepper? A chili? I think I think yeah, it's chili sauce. Yeah. But what isn't it a more recent phenomenon that someone like invented this twenty years ago? This sriracha? Yeah, it's not. Th I don't think it's that old. Uh, I I don't I don't think I it's. Think I think that's like an old Oriental thing. I, I could be wrong. Ooh, yeah. I can look it up right now, in fact, actually. Let's let's see how. No, don't say what kind brand peppers, names. Peppers God damn it. You can't do that? Sriracha. Sriracha. Wait, 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 wait. Where does sriracha come from? Sounds like a Mexican According to word. Wikipedia, Hoi Fong Sriracha Sauce, S-R-S-I-H-R-C-H, S -R -S -I -H -R -C -H, Thai. Sriracha, pronounced sarata, listen, Vietnamese, tuangot sriracha, also referred to as sriracha or rooster sauce for the rooster on its label, is a brand of sriracha, a chili sauce that originated in Thailand. Oh. So I probably didn't ask the right question. Probably Thai peppers. Rooster sauce. <laughs> we're going to loop the we're going to loop the we're going to loop the boots and rooster the sauce. Uh, <laughs> vocabulary happening you were right though that is uh sriracha is a relatively new thing um the sauce is the sauce is produced by wait wait, wait hold on hoi fongs oh wait that's the brand all right give me give me a second give me a second i'll be working as far as working history uh, David Tran began making chili sauces in 1975 in his native Vietnam, where his brother grew chili peppers on a farm north of Saigon. In 78, the new communist Vietnamese government began to crack down on ethnic Chinese in South Vietnam. That's not important. Um, that it really, yeah, Tran was great. Not important to this story is what I'm saying. That very good for them. Uh, Tran was granted asylum in the States. Uh, he started Hui Fong, Hui Fong, God damn it. Hui Fong Foods in 1980, naming the company after the refugee ship that brought him out of Vietnam. Yeah, so it started, it, yeah, it was created in 1980. I'm completely not knowing this. I didn't know that. I didn't know any of that. Sriracha has grown from a cult taste to one of the food industry's most popular condiments. I'm thinking of something else altogether. Well, I mean, you were right, though. Yeah, like, what, what else are you thinking about? I don't know. 
would you like to jump into my brain holes and see if you can help me brain find Brain holes. It? That's another thing that I say that Michael has stolen from me. No, brain holes. What is, uh, yeah, maybe I'm thinking of the guy with the vodka. He started vodka. Well, the good news is we're at an hour. We have two minutes left on the video, so I think we should just, like, run this down, just burn it out and say. Should we sing a song? Together? We could sing a song. Bombadita, bombadita. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. Uh, no, no, just a little bit. Just like a little, a little bit, bit of, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Bombadita, bombadita. Is there reverb on this thing? No, it's a bombadita, bombadita, bombadita. Happy trails to you until we meet again. Happy trails to you. Keep smiling till then. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing a song and think about sunny weather. Happy trails to you. Until we meet again, happy trails to you. Keep smiling till then. Uh, I haven't listened to that album in like fucking 20 years or something. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I was committed to that bit. <coughs> that was fun. Lori, where'd you go? Okay, well, Lori's off the podcast. Bye. Um, but yeah, this is fun. Every, uh, Mike, everybody say good. He, uh, whatever. We're, this is fun. Thank you for joining us. Today. Au revoir. This is really a Adios, muchacho. With us. And I'd just like to say thank you to Henry John Henry for including me on this wonderful podcast. My first, I might add. You got it, man. Hey, pass the, Lori to, pass the mic to Lori so she can say goodbye. Lori, can you? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, Lori. Good night, sweetheart. The video, the video's over, but it's just the audio. Yeah. All right. Good night. Thank you, Belinda. Nice. Wait, wait. Hang on. Let me do this one more time. Silence. Silence.